In a world filled with big sports companies and high-end production podcasts comes a group of guys who paid five bucks for this intro. Welcome to Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. everybody welcome to another episode of eat sleep fantasy football podcast uh christian burrito is not here today so that's why you don't hear him uh my name is dale fuck you dale fuck you and uh you can reach us on twitter at eat sleep ff today we have a, a different show for you today our writer uh mike hoff uh mike uh, what's going on man not much how's it going happy to be here Good, good. This intro stuff, uh, I'm not used to. Christian usually takes the mic away from me every time we start the podcast. I mean, more importantly, though, I was going to ask, what is the intro music going to be? Oh, yeah. Uh, that usually gets edited at the end, and it depends. Uh, I might play the ukulele version to open it up. I guess our listeners already heard it, so this is not interesting. But, no. um, yeah, I'm thinking maybe maybe just the old school, I'm in the zone right now song. There you go. Fair enough. Good. Um, Today, guys, we are going to do a mock draft from the fifth position, uh, 12-team league mock draft, PPR, by the way. Um, So we have not done a PPR mock draft this offseason yet. Mike is a mock draft expert, so he's going to help me out. Uh, We're going to try to draft you a good team. If you are drafting in the fifth position on any of your – any of your leagues you can listen closely if not you know you could probably pick up a thing or two about guys we're picking or not picking as you go along the way um a couple things i want to mention really quick uh eatsleepfantasy.com slash draft kit i think or just click the draft kit link if you haven't gotten the draft kit yet uh, go ahead and you can sign up for it it's free do it um, so why not um also since brito is not here he all, he never wants me to do this but if you want to support the podcast, um, you can always purchase like a T-shirt or something from us. Um, we get like a dollar or something if you actually buy a T-shirt, but then you get a badass T-shirt. Um, or there's a little donate button now. Like if you go to eatsleepfantasy.com, there's a little donate button on the bottom. I try to make it like small so it's not like glaring at you like to donate and give us money. Um, if you want to give us like a buck or something like that, uh, that would be cool. Oh, man, Christian is really going to hate this when he listens. <laughs> <laughs> he was so against this. But I, I mean, how, you know. I love how every time I'm on and he's not here, you always do something that you always say he's going to hate. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Time. No, yeah, no. He uh, he puts handcuffs on me. Seriously. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, anyway, so if you want to support the show, uh, we would appreciate it. You could donate or whatever, whatever you want to do. You, or just email me and say you appreciate the show. Maybe that's enough. Um, Probably not. Also, uh, game day sports memorabilia. We have that signed Russell Wilson helmet. Um, I'm not sure how we're going to give it away yet. We keep debating if we're going to do a listener league or what. Um, I don't know. I don't know how we're going to give it away. But if anybody has any suggestions, uh, Shane, one of our listeners and followers on Twitter, gave us a couple suggestions. Um, I don't know how we're going to give it away yet. We're trying to think of a cool, creative way to do it uh, because it's a awesome prize uh so thanks to game day sports memorabilia uh anything else um i don't think so i'm bad at that that was the only things on top of my head oh we're gonna do a listener league soon thanks to fantasy jocks uh gonna hook us up with a uh, badass belt again last year we had a nice one so we're gonna do another one this year um don't know anything about the listener league yet um so stay tuned and and we'll keep you informed it's still early still early in the off season um, Mike, you have anything else to add? Anything going on? Uh, actually, you know what? Might as well uh, ask the listeners. I've been trying to change my Twitter handle because uh, at Giancarlo H uh, five seven, I believe that was a probably a drunken handle I made <laughs> years ago, and it's not really serving a purpose as far as uh, fantasy football. No one, uh, no one seems to understand. Or so, uh, but I'm having a little uh, writer's block here on what to make it. Okay. So maybe uh, if, if we can get a little help here. If anybody can email me or tweet at us 
uh, Mike's Twitter handle, Mike's new Twitter handle. If he if he uh, goes with your suggestion, um, we'll send you a shirt. How about that? And then I'll thank you. Yeah, but that's not really important. People want a shirt. They don't want right. to thank you. Right. And let's not be children about this, please. Let's 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 keep it sophisticated. Let's keep it uh, you know. Or you could be completely children about it and uh <laughs> I'll, I'll just I'll, I'll just choose to ignore it. <laughs> um and I do have a shirt. Uh I I ordered a couple shirts and Armando and Christian are probably gonna yell at me, but I got orange Eat Sleep Fantasy t shirts mm-hmm. and they like came in and they're like construction site orange they're like the brightest orange you could possibly find so they're super ugly um so maybe we'll send you one of those because nobody's <laughs> gonna buy them <laughs> uh all right well there goes there. my twitter handle suggestions there goes. <laughs> hey people like to win free shit and I so yes i mean yeah all right <laughs> folks it's free just give me a suggestion for his twitter unless uh let's find a good name for um john carlo h57 yep sucks it's awful <laughs> All right, let's get right into the mock draft. How about that? Sure. Um, like I said, 12-team league, fifth position, uh, snake draft, doing PPR, just a regular startup draft. Uh, we're going to do one quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, tight end, and a flex, which is a running back or a wide receiver. We're going to do defense, kicker, and six bench spots. So pretty standard, I think, um, yeah. for most people drafting. Oh, I meant to mention, uh, between me and Mike, you might hear a lot of ums. I am oh. back on my... I, I thought I controlled my ums. Um, <laughs> there you go again. Yep. <laughs> that wasn't even on purpose, I swear to God. Um, anyways, I'm yeah. going to stop because um, I suck and I say ums a lot and I probably shouldn't be hosting right. a fantasy football podcast, but probably not. here we go. So, we are going to start this draft. It's going to be a kind of a fast mock draft. Um so as things as people pick, we are going to tell you who they are picked by, and then we're going to proceed with our pick. So to start off the draft, like I said, we're the fifth position. So the first four picks, David Johnson, Lev Bell, Ezekiel Elliott, and Antonio Brown. Um, we're going to just kind of start off, Mike, any kind of crazy – that's that's pretty standard what you're going to see in the first four picks most drafts, isn't it? Nothing absolutely. crazy? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. This is, this is to me, when I'm, when I'm doing a mock draft, I mean – this is almost like autopilot for me. This, you know, this first round, especially when you're picking in the top five picks, it's pretty standard. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so Mike, uh, there's it is PPR. There's no other bonuses to this league. Are we going wide receiver first here? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes, we, we are. are. I I think that's pretty obvious, especially yep. since the big three, David Johnson, Love Bell, and Elliott, are out. Uh, so we're looking at players like Julio Jones, Odell Beckham, Mike Evans, and Jordy Nelson. What are you leaning towards, Mike? And we can kind of go from there. I'm going to lean with uh, Julio Jones here. I mean, I know there is the the injury concern, but you know, I'm I'm one of those people that uh, is of the mind that that Marshall Brandon Marshall is going to be stealing some of those goal line touchdowns from Odell Beckham. Mm-hmm. So I'm I would go ahead and take Julio here. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, with Brandon Marshall, we're not exactly sure what's how Odell Beckham Jr.'s season is going to look like. So it's a, it is a little bit of a risk. A.J. Green has pretty much the same concerns that Julio Jones does with injuries. Julio Jones, I think, is just on a better offense. So I agree with that. Let's pick Julio with our first uh, first pick in the fifth spot. After Julio, uh, we uh, after Julio it was Odell Beckham, Mike Evans, Melvin Gordon was picked in the eighth spot. Uh, one surprise in the first round was Keenan Allen, uh, mm-hmm. went one twelve. Yeah. He's sneaking up there. Yeah. In a PPR, it's, it's not crazy to think that, Hey, if Keenan Allen is healthy, if you truly believe he's healthy, there's no reason why Keenan Allen won't be a PPR monster. Right. I mean, he has been in the past. Yeah. I mean, I think this is the year that he could definitely do it. I mean, I know, you know, they've, they've got a lot of mouths to feed out there in San Diego, but I'm well, not see it's not San Diego. It's Los Angeles now. But yeah. yeah, I but I definitely think that I mean we just we just haven't seen it unfortunately, you know. It's been some been some pretty shitty injuries that he's had, but yeah, if he's healthy all year, he he'll he'll, he'll be worth that pick, I think. Yep. Uh after that, after Keenan Allen, um players like DeMarco Murray, Michael Thomas was picked in the second pick of the second round. Uh Jordy Nelson was picked uh at 2-4, the fourth yeah, pick baby. in the second round. I like that pick. I think, you know, whoever, let's see. Um 
the guy, he picked Melvin Gordon, and then he turned around and got Jordy Nelson. That's a pretty good one-two start. That's nice. Yeah, I, I like Jordan uh, Jordy Nelson a lot. Jordan Howard was also picked right after that, Jay Ajay. The surprise so far in the second round is Christian McCaffrey in the seventh Ooh, pick. Yeah, the second round. Yeah, it's a little tough. Wow. But I mean, PPR, he does have the ability you know, to catch. Um, even if he's not you know, the lead back, he has a chance to you know, catch out of that backfield, and, and he's a speedy guy. So now we're looking at our second pick here, Mike. Uh, possibly Des Bryant, Mari Cooper, um, running backs such as Todd Gurley, Lamar Miller are available. I'm still kind of leaning towards wide receiver. I don't love wide receiver, wide receiver. It is PPR though. Um, what is what's your feeling here? Are you are you looking at mm. picking up another another big time wide receiver? Are you going thinking about Lamar Miller, Todd Gurley, Leonard Fournette? Even yeah, you know, I I like all the running backs that are up there, but if it's PPR, you can you can really get. You can really just take care of it right now with with wide receivers. If you go ahead and say you take a a Des Bryant, um, yeah, that's interesting. I mean, I I personally, if it was me, my my knee jerk thought right there was to go Des Bryant. Yeah, and to just be done with it, you know, at least as far as my starting wide receivers. Yeah, but how about uh, this? How about yeah. this deck? Hey, lately, Amari Cooper has been staring me right in the face. Uh, Derek Carr is one of the top wide receivers that throws to his... I'm sorry, Derek Carr is one of the top quarterbacks that throws to his top two receivers. Mm-hmm. He throws yeah. to his top two targeted receivers 50% of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, that's more than, uh, say, Drew Brees, which he Drew Brees only throws to his top two targeted receivers 35% of his throws. Rodgers is only 45% of his throws goes to his top two. So Derek Carr thrown to Michael Crabtree and Oramari Cooper 50% of the time. Um Fifty percent of the time, it works every, every time. time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and not to mention, Derek Carr. Not only is he tops and throwing to his top two, but as far as percentages throwing to his third wide receiver, Derek Carr is one of the lowest. Uh, he only throws it to his third wide receiver fourteen percent of the time. So it's pretty one sided here. And that's, I think, Amari Cooper is a more talented wide receiver than Michael Crabtree. I would love yeah. to have. I would love to have Amari Cooper here, even. Uh, Although the ADP, his ADP is just a little bit, uh, a little bit after Des Bryant in most leagues. My my only problem with Cooper is, yeah, I I, I think he's a better talent than Crabtree, but I just their their numbers aren't always that. I mean, I don't just feel like you can get Crabtree later, and it's gonna kind of be, it won't be that far off. I don't think from from Cooper's numbers. No, yeah, I agree. I mean, that's my. Oh. But you know what? If but if you want, I mean, I'm you, you don't have to drag me kicking and screaming to pick uh, Amari Cooper though. Yeah, Amari Cooper had 131 targets last year. Did I mean he finished as a 14th best wide receiver with five touchdowns and over 1,100 yards. Right. Um. So his yardage was there. His opportunity was there with over 130 targets. That touchdown output doesn't scare you though at all. I think it'll go up. I think it's similar to. Uh, how Mike Evans was two years ago. You remember okay. Mike Evans' touchdown uh, output? I think he had like three touchdowns, but he had a ton yeah. of yards yep. um, and a ton of opportunity. I think we're kind of looking at the same thing. Omari Cooper has a ton of opportunity. He just didn't produce the touchdowns. And if he continues this opportunity, touchdowns will come, I think. Right. Uh, I'm pretty I'm pretty hard on Omari, Omari Cooper, though. But I think the popular opinion here is Des Bryant. Um, I'll go ahead and pick Des Bryant just for you, Mike, but you owe me one. <laughs> Very well. So we're starting our draft with Julio Jones and Des Bryant. Not does bad this mean one, that uh, does does this mean that since I owe you one, does this mean that we're getting uh we're getting Tyrod Taylor? Later? <laughs> of course, that wasn't negotiable. <laughs> Should have fucking known, dude. I'm telling you, Tyrod Taylor again is being hated on, and it's forcing me to like write more and more about Tyrod Taylor. We'll get I into him a little later on. I hear you, but <laughs> the hate is just crazy. Mm-hmm. All right, so we started off with Julio Jones and Des Bryant. Not a bad one-two combo to start off. After Des Bryant, uh, guys like Isaiah Crowell, Lamar Miller, Amari Cooper uh, ended up the round at the 12th pick in the second round. The first tight end came off the board, Rob Gronkowski at 3-1. A guy I really like, and again, this is talking about Tyrod Taylor, Sammy Watkins early in the third round. Might have been a little early, but I think I'd still take Watkins over Cooks. 
uh, Cooks went 3-4. So we're at 3-5, and we're looking at, I think now we really got to start looking at running backs, trying yeah. to pick up you know, pick up the crumbs a little bit. But you know what? That's, that was, uh, was the one thing I worried about when taking wide receiver, wide receiver, was if that crop of running backs would fall, if they would all be gone by now. But we still, uh, we got Gurley there, we got Fournette there. Yep. Hyde, um, I'm not too big on, and Lynch and Mixon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not. I mean, what do you think about Todd Gurley being our number one running back here? Uh, it's Are you giving him another chance? <laughs> he's I. He's one of those guys that I just I don't think I'm going to get him in leagues, and not because, not because I don't trust him at all, but I'm a little I'm, I'm a little gun shy. I'm kind of wondering how because he's coming off first. He's coming off of a sophomore slump. Exactly. And now he's getting a new, you know, he's getting a new change in offense, which, yes, you know, thank God Jeff Fisher's gone. But right, you have to wonder if there'll be any hiccup of learning a new system. Yep. But, I mean, he's getting him now in the third round. He's definitely a solid pick. Yeah. Yeah, his ADP is around 22. We're picking at 29. So if you're looking at, you know, value-based drafting, um, we're getting a little bit of value based off of what, you know, "Quote unquote experts are saying that he should go to, and what people are drafting him at. So I think getting Todd Gurley here, I think when this draft is over, I'm not going to be thrilled about Todd Gurley as my number one running back. But right. I think it's the right pick here. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's go with it. All right. So I picked Todd Gurley as my first running back. So we have Julio Jones, Des Bryant, and Todd Gurley. By the way, Mike is writing up a reaction piece to this uh, mock draft as well. So. After you're hearing about, you know, hearing us do this, he's going to kind of give a little bit more insight on the other picks and what he thinks about how the draft went and what he would do differently and things like that. Um, so keep an eye out for that. That'll probably be out shortly after this podcast comes out. Absolutely. All right. So after Todd Gurley was picked, uh, running backs like Leonard Fournette, uh, Joe Mixon, and Marshawn Lynch were picked in that same round. Uh, Allen Robinson was picked at three eight. I think uh, I think he's going to have a bounce back year. Yes, uh, I, it, it was, I agree. Yeah. You agree? Okay, good. Yeah. Um, Travis Kelsey was the second tight end off the board at 310. I think that's pretty decent value, in a, especially in a PPR league. Um, Jarvis Landry was picked early in the fourth. Uh, let's see. And uh, that's about all the crazy picks here. Golden Tate was just picked right before our pick. So Solid we're, pick in PPR formats. I think so. I think yeah. so. Um, Terrell Pryor was drafted before Golden Tate. What What do your rankings look like between these two guys? As far as Pryor? Yeah. Well, let me go over here in my rankings here. If we're talking about a PPR format. Yeah, I have, I'm actually, I'm one of those guys who's a little bullish, I think, uh, on Pryor. Where, where did I have him here? Well, he turned out to be my 16th ranked receiver, I guess. So it's not too bad. Okay. Uh, and actually, no, I had Golden Tate ahead of him. Did you? Okay. Yeah, I have it. I have Tate just after prior on my rankings. You get to look at my rankings, eatsleepfantasy.com slash rankings. Uh, you have mine, Armando's, and Christian's rankings. You can take a look, print it out. Also, will be available on the draft kit, cheat sheets, and all that stuff. Okay, so we are looking at, right now our, our roster consists of Des Bryant, Julio Jones, and Todd Gurley. Uh, the top guys that are available right now, uh, we're looking at Michael Crabtree. Jordan Reed, Jordan uh, Julian Edelman, uh, Mark Ingram is the top-rated running back, along with C.J. Anderson still available. Eesh. Yeah, I mean this is this is kind of where you know you got to get this, creative and you just right. got to pick the best player available. Yep, this is where it starts getting a little tricky. So what what are you thinking here? I mean, you do have Crabtree sitting there. Uh, let me see this. Here's here's a question for you. Yeah, we have the ability to take Michael Crabtree now in the fourth round. Right. Would you take Crabtree late fourth or uh, Amari Cooper late second? Again, I would I would go Crabtree. Yeah, I think That's so. Just just I, me. You know? I agree with you. I mean, I think they're going to you know one A one B type players. I do think Cooper probably does edge Crabtree um, as far as fantasy points and talent, but for that big of a difference, right. I would hold off on Amari Cooper and get somebody like Des Bryant and then pair him with Crabtree, and I think that would be just fine. 
Yeah, exactly. That's that's my whole point is that right. it's not it's not a far enough distance in, in in potential points scored for me to say, well, I I gotta get Cooper now. Sure. You sure. know. So, you know, I was gonna ask you. This is based on a little bit ago of the picks that were made after our last one. But what do you think about Joe Mixon? I think he has some value early in the season. You know, the reports are saying that Giovanni Bernard won't be available at the beginning of the season. There's mm-hmm. no official things came out, but that's the chatter. Uh, if that's the case, I think Joe Mixon has some value, especially earlier in the season. Jeremy Hill, they just like him too much at the goal line for anybody to really have a lot of value. I mean, I think Giovanni Bernard is probably more talented, um, and I think he's a better running back than Jeremy Hill. I just don't think that they're going to give them the opportunity that they need to be really valuable in that offense. Um, Joe Mixon in the late third might be a little bit of stretch, but, you know, I think Giovanni Bernard comes back. I think he's a better back than all three of these guys, and I don't think they're going to get rid of Jeremy Hill on the goal line. Yeah. The the one thing I'm just – for the Giovanni Bernard fans, the one thing I'm just worried about is that – the more time he misses, that's just the more time Mixon has to really win everybody over. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. It's always dangerous. I mean, so. you know, they say, you know, and you know that's why Brady never wanted to be benched or anything. You know, they're always afraid that you know somebody was going to take their spot. Absolutely, and that's, like, that's the mentality. I mean, anybody whoever's ready and whoever's looking good will take that. So, uh, look at De- Prescott. <laughs> oh, jeez. So, anyways, I had a. You know what? I, Real quick, I had a trade go down in my uh, in, in my keeper league because we do trades during the off season. Right. This guy's a Cowboys fan, and okay. uh, he ends up tr- he ends up getting Dak Prescott and Amari Cooper, and he gives up Antonio Brown. Your thoughts? Is that not the biggest pile of horseshit you've ever heard? Yeah, that's pretty crazy. I mean, I think I mean. I'm working on something now for Gridiron Experts where I'm saying I think Dak is going to fall out of the top 15. It's very possible. Very possible. I, I mean, it, it depends on how much rope they give him, you know, how much how much slack they give him to, to run that offense. Are they going right. to let him, you know, kind of put himself out there and make the mistakes that he didn't make last year? Possibly. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I have, I have much more faith in, in, in Ezekiel Elliott putting on another good performance than I do Dak Prescott, you know? Yep, and yeah, sort definitely. of replicating that same sort of you know statistical output. Yeah, Dak Prescott threw to his top two receivers forty two percent of the time. By the way, yep. Um, so that that's again that's higher than the average. Yeah, it's true. Anyways, all right. So we're looking at uh, we can kind of balance it out here because we do only have one running back, which is Todd Gurley and Julio Jones and Dev Bryant. We could balance this out and pick up Mark Ingram. Let me look at the other running backs available. We can get somebody like Mark Ingram, Ty Montgomery, or Bilal Powell, C.J. Anderson. What are you thinking here? Uh, do you hate Mark? There's a lot of Mark Ingram haters. I don't particularly hate Mark Ingram. I do think Adrian Peterson will be a little bit better than some think, but yeah, I think Mark Ingram has his place in this offense. It's not that I'm a hater. It's just I just I just don't think this I. I just don't think Sean Payton likes him as much yeah. as you know as, as as some of his believers do. Yep. I I have I have AP projected to do better this year than 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 Ingram. So um okay. you know, it's but again, for where we're sitting right now, it's it's not exactly a bad pick. I mean, I this might sound crazy to you, but I wouldn't even mind waiting a little bit longer on a running back. Especially you know, when you're talking about a PPR format, you got guys like Woodhead, you got Riddick down there. You know, you can kind of you can kind of wait and not and not bleed too bad. You know, I I, I don't mind that call. I mean, because we're looking at you know the kind of the next guys. Let's say there's there's a small run on running backs. I mean, we're still looking at C.J. Anderson, Danny Woodhead, uh, Amir Abdullah, which I think is a good bounce back candidate that not a ton of people are talking about. Uh, Eddie Lacy is still there. Paul Perkins, uh, Mike Gillisley. Um, so yeah, we can. I I think we'll be okay waiting. I don't think we're going to do much worse than Mark Ingram if we wait. Right, exactly. All right, so our guys, other guys we're looking at, I mean, is a quarterback even an issue right now? The only quarterback taken was Aaron Rodgers so far. No, no definitely not. Yeah, I, I agree that waiting on, on quarterback, I mean, this is as deep. Last year was pretty deep quarterbacks. This year, that third and fourth tier is so deep. <laughs> I mean, you, you know, you're you're looking at guys like Eli Manning. That's right. going to, you know, might even be not 
maybe not even drafted. <laughs> are you one of those guys that would sneak in now and take a tight end that's not named Gronk, or or, or are you one of those guys that if you don't get Gronk, then you're waiting? Yeah, if, uh, if I don't get Gronk or Kelsey, I'm waiting. All right, and, so let's, yeah. let's, let's look at wide receivers then. All right, so our wide receivers are Michael Crabtree and Julian Edelman and let's say Emmanuel Sanders. I'll give you those three guys to pick from. Manuel Sanders is tempting. What's his ADP sitting at right now over there? Uh, Emmanuel Sanders right now is. Let's see. We're, right now we're picking forty fourth overall in the fourth round, and his ADP is at fifty six. So right. according to ADP, we might even be able to wait around for him. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it looks like Crabtree would be the one. I think so. I think so. Like I said, I think being targeted that much in that offense. Uh, that might even be a little bit better this year than it was last year. Yeah, um, Crabtree has a has a good chance. So let's go ahead and draft Crabtree. <laughs> so Crabtree kind of gets fit into our flex because we already have two wide receivers at Julio Jones and Des Bryant. So we are on the fifth round, fifty third overall pick. We have Todd Gurley, Julio Jones, Des Bryant, and Michael Crabtree. Let's see. Let's look at the wide re- uh, the running backs that fell to us. He's still <laughs> Pretty there, funny that folks. He's still Mark, there. <laughs> Mark Ingram is still there. Ty Montgomery was picked, and Danny Woodhead was also picked last round. Um, so we're looking at Mark Ingram, Bilal Powell, C.J. Anderson, Tevin Coleman. Are you crazy? Uh, let's see. I'm. Are we thinking about Mark Ingram at all? <laughs> are we trying to avoid him? <laughs> he, <laughs> uh yeah, it's not. I, it's just. Yeah, I. You know what? Fuck it. Yes, I am avoiding him. I am. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. That's, That's exactly what I'm doing. Um, I think we kind of have to pick our RB two at this point. Yeah. Um. So we're. So I'll just go through the running backs again. We're looking at maybe Mark Ingram, Bilal Powell, C.J. Anderson, guys like Amir Abdullah. Uh, your thoughts on Delvin Cook in Minnesota? I like him. I like him quite a bit. I, I I honestly don't think that Latavius Murray. I don't think he's that he's that wonderful. I think he's a product of running behind a good offensive line. I said it right away. The moment he, moment he left Oakland to go to Minnesota, I thought that was a mistake. I don't think he's going to replicate that sort of touchdown output over there. No. Um, and it's just a recipe for a disaster that they go ahead and draft Dalvin Cook. So I I like Cook quite a bit. You know, he was he was one of the better backs in the draft, obviously. So I yeah. like him quite a bit. Do you like him better than Amir Abdullah, Spencer Ware, CJ Anderson? I don't know if I like him more than Abdullah. I think they I think I kinda of have them right on that same sort of uh same sort of level there. Yeah. But yeah, I'm not I'm not I'm a little leery of what they're gonna do in that KC backfield. Okay, I'm gonna give you a choice and then we have to pick. I'm gonna sure. give you a choice between CJ Anderson and Amir Abdullah. You know what? Give me C.J. Anderson. Yeah, I don't mind C.J. Anderson here. Um, I'm going to go ahead and pick C.J. Anderson. Of course, the Denver running back should get his – That it seems like they still like him um, as long as he stays healthy. He's a right. good running back. Supposedly he lost a little weight. So we'll see how it ends up. So we drafted C.J. Anderson. So we have two running backs now, which is Todd Gurley and C.J. Anderson. Not crazy about it, but – Julio Jones, Des Bryant, Michael Crabtree, I think make up for make up for that. Exactly. All right. So now we're looking at either filling our bench, getting a quarterback, or getting a tight end. Um, other guys that went, uh, I'll just give you some notables. Joe Mixon went the end of the third, right before Marshawn Lynch. Uh, let's see, Alshon Jeffrey went the beginning of the fourth. Um, quick fact on Alshon Jeffrey, he has never outperformed his ADP with the exception of his rookie season. Yeah. I'm not I'm I'm not buying into him at all. And the guy who drafted was drafted right after Alshon Jeffries, Jarvis Landry, complete opposite. Jarvis Landry has outperformed his ADP every single year. Hmm. Um which is pretty interesting. So whatever Jarvis Landry's ADP is, which uh is thirty five. Holy crap. Wow. Uh yeah, Jarvis Landry's ADP was thirty five so if you're picking him any time after that, it's a, you know, it's good. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, so after those guys, let's see, Mark Ingram was finally picked 
in the middle of the sixth <laughs> round. Finally, somebody was like, fuck it, I'll take him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right after Matt Ryan and Tyler Eifert, which is a good mid-round tight end, Tyler Eifert, I yep, think. Um, very much so. Yeah, I, th- I think you like him, don't you? Yeah, I have him uh, I have him pretty high on my tight ends, actually. So. Yeah, that touchdown yeah. I put it. I mean, if you can match you know, what he's done in the past with Andy Dalton, um, why not? Sit you, in the middle of the six You just got to worry about those yards. That's pretty much it, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so are we looking to start filling our bench? Are you look, The tight end's available. I'll just tell you just if you do want to fill up on a tight end or if you want to wait. By the way, I'm I'm thinking that you wait, and especially at this point, there were six tight ends taken already. Um, what's left is Jimmy Graham, Delaney Walker, Zach Ertz, and then all those other guys, Hunter Henry, Jack Doyle. Yeah, I'm I'm completely okay with waiting on on tight end here. You know, yep. if if you don't get one of those, you know, if you don't get the Gronk, I mean that that's kind of my mindset. Yeah, is if I'm not getting Gronk, I'm just I'm good, just gonna kind of see where the chips fall on tight end as I move along here. So yeah, yeah I'd, I'd be alright with moving it to the bench. Okay, all right. So let's look at the best available players. How about that? Sure. Some of the guys we're looking at, um, especially in PPR format, Brandon Marshall's available. Oh baby. Yeah, I I like that. I I'm, I think I'm going to be pretty high on Brandon Marshall this year. I mean, I, I already am, so I I like him. Eddie Lacy. Uh, what are your thoughts on Eddie Lacy? By the way, I'd, they're saying that he might there might just be a time split. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm not touching that Seahawk backfield just because I feel like you're not going to know for sure how that how that's going to play out until the bullets start flying. You know, until the season's underway. I mean. Do I like Lacey? I do. I really do. I actually, embarrassing enough, I was looking over some of my predictions for last season, and I had said Lacey would be a top 10 back, so I'm still picking the shrapnel out of my ass for that one. But, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I just I, I, I don't think I can touch the Seahawks backfield until, you know, until things playing out, so I won't be drafting any of them. Okay. Um, with those guys mentioned, I guess I'll kind of – there's there's three guys that I'm looking at, and you tell me what you think. Sure. Uh, I'm looking at Brandon Marshall, Amir Abdullah, and Kelvin Benjamin. I'll tell you exactly why. Yeah. I think Amir Abdullah. <laughs> I think Amir Abdullah is undervalued this draft season. Um, last year he was supposed to be, you know, the lead guy and, and supposed to do big things. Of course, the injury stopped that. He's back. Supposedly he's going to be healthy for the beginning of the season. Um. Brandon Marshall, we kind of already talked about Brandon Marshall. Um, I think it's going to be a pretty good offense, especially a good, pretty good passing offense. The running game's not quite there. And then you have Kelvin Benjamin, who was targeted a shitload of times last year. I don't have the exact targets, but he was targeted a lot. And now without Ted Ginn there, um, Kelvin Benjamin might benefit a ton in that offense. So I'm between those three guys. Are you- yeah, well, I'm going to take Kelvin Benjamin out right away, first things first. Um, <laughs> okay. he- I just, I, you know what, I I want to like him. I really do because I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, uh, I'm a big Cam Newton guy. But after last season, if you're giving me names like Amir Abdullah and Brandon Marshall, um, then I'm immediately taking him out of the equation. Okay, fair enough. Um, so, you know, this is the question you ask yourself, just like you would in any other draft is, you know, we're both of the mindset that we're not in love with our running backs. Yeah. So do you get that insurance policy that we feel like Abdullah could hit? Or do we just say screw it and let's just and let's just make our wide receivers obnoxiously good? <laughs> so. I think we kinda get insurance on the CJ Anderson Todd Gurley picks. I think Amir Abdullah is pretty good insurance. His ADP right now is sitting at sixty. Uh we're drafting at over sixty eighth overall. I think it's pretty good insurance, if you yeah. ask me. Then go ahead and pull that trigger. All right. So that's our first bench spot is Amir Abdullah. You said I owed you one, right? So <laughs> That was it. <laughs> yeah, that, that counts. So now Tyrod Taylor is off the table. That's it. Damn it. I used up my – it's like that's using it. up the wishes, you know. <laughs> that's it. All right. So after Amir Abdullah was picked, uh, another tight end, Delaney Walker, came off the board. Eric Decker was picked in the 11th spot of the sixth round. Uh, that's interesting. Um, really quick, what are your thoughts on Decker while we're going through this? It's also interesting that just I was going to say two spots after him goes goes Corey Davis. Yeah, um, exactly. I I like I'm I like Corey Davis to be the better of the Titan receivers this year. I think Decker's a good signing. 
I think he's I think he's going to help Mariota quite a bit out there, as that you know now he's as that veteran wide receiver presence out there. Um, that can kind of get away from defenders and just kind of find an open spot. I mean, you, you need that kind of guy. Uh, but just, I like Corey Davis a little bit better here. Yeah, as do I. I agree with you 100% on everything you just said. So Zach Ertz was taken uh, in the fourth pick of the seventh round. We're looking at the fifth pick of the seventh round. Um, again, filling up our bench. We kind of got insurance on our two wide on our two running backs. We have So right now we have three running backs and three wide receivers. Pretty pretty balanced, I'd say. Um, still haven't taken a quarterback and still haven't taken a tight end. Again, I think we're both in the mindset that we can wait. Uh, I mean, look, it's it's the middle of the seventh, and you know, Cam Newton, Marcus Mariota, Derek Carr, Philip Rivers, all those guys are still available. So right. if you think that you can't wait on quarterback, you're wrong. You definitely can. You definitely can. Unless you love Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady or Drew Brees. Oh, yeah. You know, but if you don't love those guys – why you know there's no reason if you're to. not a Packers, patriot or saint fan <laughs> then yeah exactly exactly right so we're again filling up our bench here um i'll list off some of the guys that have the most value and one guy staring at me i think we're not even gonna talk about it brandon marshall's yep. still there just pull the damn trigger That's it. <laughs> brandon marshall's still there we're taking him uh, his adp is around 66 overall and we're picking at 77th so Again, that's I think that's pretty good value. I We're don't taking know if this if this sounds crazy, you can tell me. I like Marshall and Beckham to both finish with ten or more touchdowns each. Uh that's not crazy. Yeah. Brandon Marshall's good enough. I know. Um, definitely. You know, is, he's man. a product of just a really shitty quarterback. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, I think it's definitely possible. I think Eli Manning's gonna have fun this year. Yeah. About time. Ten touchdowns. I mean, he'll, he'll still throw his fair share of interceptions because that's what he does, but of course. Yeah. I mean, ten touchdowns for both of them. I think it's bold, but not crazy. Right. So we talked about, uh, let's see. We drafted Brandon Marshall uh, sitting on our bench, which is beautiful. So our wide receivers in a PPR league is Julio Jones, Des Bryant, Michael Crabtree, and Brandon Marshall. I'm 100% okay with that. Absolutely. Loving it. Uh, So after we picked Brandon Marshall, uh, quarterback Jameis Winston was taken. Um, Let's see. Marcus Mariota was taken. Okay. Bilal Powell, Theo Riddick. Doug Martin was taken in the eighth round, fifth pick. Good value, bad value. What do you think? I think that's pretty good value. Yeah. That's not Let's too see. Bad. Right now, Doug Martin's ADP is around 82, and he was picked right around then. So not crazy. No. Um, yeah. Don't forget, uh, Doug Martin is out for the first three games of the right. season. So right. you're kind of limited with what he's going to do. That's why he went so late. If he was playing full season, he would have been a couple rounds earlier. Absolutely, yeah. So those yeah. three games hurt him, but hey, um, I would consider Doug Martin right now at eight eight if he was there. Yeah. No. Yeah. If if he was still, yeah, if he was out there, he would definitely be in the discussion. I mean, what are we looking running back here? You think? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Like I said, we're pretty balanced. Three and three right now. Uh, actually, four and three. Yeah, we have three running backs, four wide receivers. So if you want to stay balanced, yeah, we're looking at running backs here. Um, Kelvin Benjamin, a couple of rounds later, is still available. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, let's see, guys like Paul Perkins, the running back of the Giants, and Adrian Peterson is there. Not a lot of good pickings for a running back right now, Mike. Uh, Matt Forte. I mean, really? I mean, there's that's about what we're looking at. <laughs> you know, one guy who's one guy who I like, who he's low on the board here, uh, is 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 Legarrette Blunt. I mean, obviously we're we're gonna wait on that, but yeah. I, I I you know what? I wasn't thrilled when he left New England, but more and more every day he's he's one of those guys. Like you know how you have those guys that day by day they just sort of creep up in your mind and you start to believe in them more and more. Yeah. And I you know I don't think he's gonna replicate that touchdown output that he had in New England last year, but I. I see him doing some pretty good things there. So, but you know, we can keep that in the back of our minds. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'll definitely talk about Legarrette Blunt probably in another round or two. Right. I mean, Ryan Matthews. If you look at his red zone opportunities, they're up there. And I think Legarrette Blunt's going to take every single one of those. Dead man walking, Ryan Matthews. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I said so long, farewell. All right. So, if we're sold on running back, we could take a flyer on Paul Perkins. It's crazy that we're saying we're taking a flyer on him because he is the quote unquote starter. 
for the Giants. Um, guys like Deshaun Jackson still available in Tampa Bay. A lot of bucks are yeah. coming up uh, on our radar. Uh, Jeremy Macklin is there. Um, I'm telling you that 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 Pierre Garcon is going to be a little sneaky out there in San Francisco. I think. I think so too. I think you're right. So, and I I, I have a rule in fantasy. I should have told you just before the mock. Um, I don't draft giant running backs. Okay, that's because, that's a pretty good rule <laughs> because 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 they don't run the damn ball. So yeah, you know. Just another reason we like Brandon Marshall and Odell Beckham. <laughs> exactly, yeah. yeah. All right, so if we really want a running back, we're looking at Adrian Peterson, which is pretty good value based off your standards if, if you like him a little bit better than Mark Ingram. Right. Um, do we take Adrian Peterson this early, though? Well, what kind of wide receivers we got out there? Let's see. The wide receivers we have available? We said we said Garcon. We said? Uh, Kelvin Benjamin. Right. Deshaun Jackson. Jeremy Macklin. Cam Meredith is going to be really interesting this season. Yes. I think a lot of people are sleeping on the Bears offense. They are going to suck. Let's not make any, you know, <laughs> right. no well, doubt about that. that's why they're sleeping. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think Cameron Meredith is pretty good, though. Yeah. And even on sucky offenses, there's good number one wide receivers, and there could be a good number one running back in Jordan Howard. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Cameron Meredith, you know, sneaks into the top 24 at the end of the season. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna hand you the keys of the car. I'm I'm gonna let you make this pick. This is probably one of the toughest picks we've had so far. That's why I'm gonna uh, give it to you. You're not gonna like it, but I like Kelvin Benjamin. Kelvin yeah. Benjamin here the most out of all I these guys. I can live with it now. I can live with it now. I couldn't yeah. live with it earlier, but <laughs> I mean, this is two or three rounds after we last talked about Kelvin Benjamin. He's still there. Exactly. Right. His ADP is 70. We're picking him at 92. Like I said, he had a ton of targets. Actually, I'll tell you exactly how many targets he had. He had. Uh, I mean, he was up there. Kellen Benjamin had 117 targets. Yeah, man. And um, I think there was that. I mean, I know this doesn't this doesn't matter to us now. We're in a PPR, but there was that there was that one stat where it was like in in standard leagues last year, like his best weeks were like bookends. You know, like yeah. he it was like the first two weeks of the season he did good, and then and then the last two weeks he did well. Everything else in between was just. One giant shark. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, you know, pr- to put the 117 uh, targets in perspective, uh, Brandon Cooks had 117 targets, and Michael Thomas had 121 targets. Mm. So that just puts it in perspective. I yeah. think can't. I think I think Kelvin Benjamin at this stage is a pretty good value. So let's yeah. go and pick him. Do it. And without Ted Ginn there. Um, okay, so our bench looks like Amir Abdullah, Brandon Marshall, and Kelvin Benjamin. Uh, right now, we have three more bench spots remaining. This is around the time that those late-round quarterbacks start creeping in, right? Yes. In, in my opinion. I mean, right now, we are looking at Derek Carr, Big Ben, Philip Rivers, Matthew Stafford, Tyrod Taylor. Mm. I mean, there's still good guys out there. I, <laughs> I mean, it's not crazy. Let's see who's available. And if nobody's jumping out at us, I say we try to take a dive at a quarterback. So, right now, let's see. We have one, two, we have three running backs and five wide receivers. About the balance that you look at in a PPR, don't you think? Right. Yep. No, I agree. Okay. All right. There's definitely no running backs jumping out. I mean, Matt Forte is probably the highest rated running back that I would even consider. Uh, the next one is like, I don't know, Kareem Hunt, Kenneth Dixon, yeah. Yeah, John, no, Jamal Charles. We are we are we are no longer talking about running backs right now. Okay. At least as far as this next pick is concerned. Okay. So uh, you gave me the keys to the car last pick. Right now we're looking at either Jeremy Macklin, Jordan Matthews. What do you think about Jordan Matthews now that Alshon Jeffrey's there? Does Jordan Matthews benefit? I tend to think he does. Yes, I I, I do tend to think he does as well. So um, not enough for me to take him here though, but. Hmm. What do we got at tight end? Just, just, just for the hell of it. Just. Yeah. I'll tell you who we have at tight end. Tight ends. Uh, let's see. Uh, we are looking at Eric Ebron, Jack Doyle, Kobe Fleener, Jason Witten, Antonio Gates, Julius Thomas, Cameron Braid, all the way down there, huh? I love Cameron Braid. At me too. We are not <laughs> taking a tight end right now. I, you know what? If you're giving me the keys of the car and you just read off those running backs to me, sure. Uh, yeah, I would. I would honestly. I would take Jeremy Macklin. I'm. I'm of that mindset. I think he's going to be the number one receiver there. 
Um, I know Mike Wallace did some good things last year. He actually proved me wrong because I did not like him at all last summer. Um, but yeah, I would I would go with Macklin here, especially with PPR and with all those targets. What was that? About three hundred and fifty targets or so that were left over from all the yep. Baltimore departures and retirements. Yep. Yep. And yep. Steve yeah. Smith yep. and Kamar Aiken is no longer around. So yeah, Jeremy would... Macklin has he has a chance to make a splash. Yeah, if um, if, if it's me picking here. That's who I, you know what, I say, I say, screw, I say, let's go one more. This is the point of mocks, right? Is to kind of see what happens. So, you know what, let's, let's take Macklin here. Let's see what happens with the quarterbacks. Okay. I think Macklin as our third bench wide receiver. Uh, Let's see. Jerry Macklin is our third, fourth, fifth. Jerry Macklin is our sixth wide receiver on our team. That's gorgeous. That's not bad. I'm okay with that. It's great. I'm, I'm happy with that. And look at this. We, no quarterbacks were taken. No quarterbacks were taken. So after we picked Jeremy Macklin, uh, guys like uh, Quincy Nunwa, Giovanni Bernard was finally taken at the end of the ninth round. Uh, so was Jamal Charles. Uh, coming in the tenth round, guys like Jordan Matthews, which I think at 10-3 is a decent value uh, for right. Jordan Matthews. Alvin Kamara uh, for the New Orleans Saints was picked in the fourth spot the tenth round. Deion Lewis was picked 10-7. Is Deion Lewis still a thing? <sighs> I mean, it's the Patriots offense, so there's gonna be one or two weeks where he is gonna be the thing. But um I'm I'm if I'm I'm going with Gillisy there, I actually like him a bit. I, I think do too. he's I, I think he's gonna be the man out there. So yeah, I, I you know, you'll definitely get, you know, that's it's it's the Patriots way. So every now and again when you least expect it, one of those guys is gonna hit a home run you know, on a you know, on a given week. Yeah, just but, FYI, I've Gillis Lee ranked as my 23rd best uh, running back um, among running right. backs, 23rd. So top 24 for me. I like him. He's a Gator as well. So go Gators. All right. Yeah, yeah that'll do it. <laughs> All right. So we are looking at, um, let's see here. Now every time I say, um, I'm thinking like, shit, I just said it again. <laughs> like, stop it, stop it. <laughs> I'll just edit him out. Uh, we're looking at Derek Carr is still available at 116th overall in the 10th round. It's okay. I'll tell you the three guys I'm looking at because we don't have a lot of running backs. So I'm looking at the two running backs, Robert Kelly and Jonathan Stewart are sitting there waiting for us. And those, those running backs, man, when it starts to fall off, it it gets really, un, it gets unsexy fast. It does. It does. It really does. We need a running back. We only have one running back on our bench right now, and we only cho- we only have two as a starter. So, I think we just huh. got to take a stab at it. Just there's not a ton of value. I know. Uh, no, Robert no, Kelly. No, let's, let's do it. Let's see. Um, let's see. Robert Kelly. Let me look at the other running backs available. Robert Kelly, Jonathan Stewart, Latavius Murray. Robert Kelly is the value here, isn't he? See. I like the rookie, uh, Samaj P. Ryan. Yeah, I, I I like him out there. I I got to be honest. I don't have a ton of faith in Kelly. Really? Okay. Okay, that's good to know. So you're just avoiding Kelly at all costs, even yeah. even yeah. in the tenth round. But I mean, hey, again, you know, listen, we're this is two people mocking here. If you want no. him, hey, you're the boss. Uh, actually, no, I'm not because you invited me. So. <laughs> okay, so who who do you want? Uh, so then we're maybe looking at Jonathan Stewart, which is Christian McCaffrey going to take that much value away from Jonathan Stewart? I mean, that uh, much. I mean, you know, we're looking at we're in the tenth round here. It's something to consider given PPR format. If this was standard, I would say he won't hurt him too bad. But obviously, we all know that passing game and out of the backfield that's going to that's going to run through McCaffrey. Yeah, yeah. So I could kind of sense by your tone that you want to just say fuck running backs well no but you know what you make a good point though we're 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 a little naked there out there with the running backs i mean we're we're one injury away from being in some serious trouble <laughs> yeah so. and with our running we have cj anderson dodd Gurley, and amir abdullah so we you have injury you, concerns <laughs> you know what you i mean see this doesn't help you with an injury but it's just it's i've i've noticed in a couple mocks i've done and i've actually done one i've done a dynasty draft already and okay. i i snagged your quiz rogers but i mean again that doesn't help us if there's an injury later on yeah okay. i do like him in those first three weeks give you a little bit of a kickstart but 
Oof, running backs. I guess I would go. Wait, hold on. Jeremy Hill is here. Yeah, I just noticed that as well. Jeremy Hill. Let's see. His Jeremy Hill's ADP is going a little bit later, which I don't necessarily agree with. We're picking at 116th overall right now in the 10th round. His ADP is like 50 picks beyond this. I don't agree with that. I think Jeremy Hill has some more value, especially with Giovanni Bernard. Right. Not very healthy, and then Mixon uh, being a rookie. Right, and I and again, I think ultimately when when the dust settles, I think this will be Mixon's backfield. I mean, you know I'm saying like by the end of the season, I sure. think everybody will get the sense that okay, there's there's a changing of the guard here in that Cincinnati backfield. But it's kind of like what you were saying earlier. I mean, Hill is still going to get those goal line touchdowns. So I yeah. Come, yeah, sit, with those sit. other names out there, I would I would take Hill here. Okay, let's go with Hill. I'm I'm comfortable yeah. with that. Let's do it. All right, especially the beginning of the season. I think maybe we can make some moves before a couple weeks go on, and we can get rid of Hill and get somebody else. Still no quarterbacks taken. Still no quarterbacks taken, which is great for us. I think now this is a time to pick. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Fantasy pros is begging us to take uh, Derek Carr. They are. <laughs> they like, are. Uh, we have a quarterback and tight end still to take in one more bench spot and then defense and kicker, which we always take defense and kicker last. What do we got with those tight ends? What's going on over there? Yeah, the tight ends. Let's see. We have Eric Ebron, Jack Doyle, Kobe Fleener, Cameron Brait, Antonio Gates, Jason Winton. I think we keep waiting on tight end. I, I, don't, I think I think we do too, but let's not forget, Eat Sleep Fantasy is a big fan of uh, Jack Doyle, though, right? <laughs> we are. Let's, uh, <laughs> we are Jack Doyle's just, number one fan. Not damn straight. <laughs> um. I say we wait on that. Let's let's look at the best value picks here. All right. And the value pick would go, um, of course, a couple of the quarterbacks. Rashard Matthews is there. And uh, Marvin Jones. Do you have any thoughts on Marvin Jones? Oh, I Yeah, I mean, I, I, have, I have faith in him. I have, I mean, at, at this spot at least, you know. Um, it's, a, it's a shame how it played out for him last year with so much. There was a lot of. You know, a lot of people were excited about him, and he just kind of didn't make it happen. Uh, yeah, but Are at you, this spot, it's he's he's not a terrible guy to take. I don't think. No, I don't think so either. Would you be right. uh, more inclined? Right now, we have two running backs and three wide receivers on our bench. Right. Um, are we looking at somebody like Latavius Murray or Marvin Jones? I think it's yeah, a question I here. Think, yeah, I think the last bench spot, considering all the attention we've given to wide receiver, I think we I think we should go running back with this last bench spot here. Okay. So we're looking at probably Latavius Murray, which I know neither one of us like him too much, but I think he's no. the best value Yeah. at no, this point. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So let's go ahead. Let's just do it. Um, let's just... Ripped the bandit off. Yeah. Okay. So we picked Latavius Murray as our final bench spot. After Latavius Murray. Finally, uh, Derek Carr's off the board. Yeah. Uh, Thomas Rawls went the end of 11th. Charles Sims went the end of 11th. Uh, Derek Carr went the very beginning of the 12th. Um, Marvin Jones, who we we're looking at, goes in the fifth spot of the 12th round. Then Big Ben and Matthew Stafford. So. Uh, well. We're taking, a, we're, we're taking a quarterback here. This is this is where the honeymoon ends now. You realize this, right, as far as this <laughs> podcast is concerned? Yeah, exactly. Right. So we're looking at <laughs> – excuse me. We're looking at Phillip Rivers, Tyrod Taylor is basically what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. As much as I love Tyrod Taylor, Phillip Rivers is really good. I think I looked up the other day. The last time Phillip Rivers had a – Worse than a top fifteen finish was like, I don't know, like six years ago or something crazy like that. Six, right. seven years ago, um, he's just been so consistent and so good over the years. Last year, let's see, in total fantasy points, Philip Rivers finished six overall, um, with over four thousand yards and thirty three touchdowns. Finally, has a running game. He got a little bit of help in the draft um, for his wide receivers. Keenan Allen comes back. Hunter Henry is emerging. Yeah, I wouldn't mind I, taking Philip Rivers over Tyrod. No, I was. Uh, this is where I thought we were gonna. Uh, this is where I thought we were gonna throw down because I'm, I am, I am all about taking Philip Rivers right here. Our, our boy, uh, our boy Derek, our our new writer over there at Eatsy Fantasy, he's pretty high on him as well. 
Yep. Yeah, he is. Yeah, I uh, would, that, uh, That's in the draft kit, by the way. Yes. HeatSinkFantasy.com. Check it out. All right. Let's go ahead and take Phillip Rivers. I'll be happy with uh, with Phillip Rivers here as our quarterback. Uh, we all have one quarterback, which is okay. Do you, when you draft, do you usually draft just one quarterback? Yeah. If, if Yeah. If I'm doing, yeah, just this, yeah. Absolutely. Yep. I agree. So after I mean, we're looking at the end of end of our draft here, we have a tight end still, defense and kicker. We waited almost well, pretty much the last very last oh shit. We lasted uh, oh. as long as we could <laughs> for a tight end, and of course Cameron Bray was taken right wow. before our pick. I think it's only fitting that that we take Jack Doyle right because we are we, <laughs> we 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 we're starting the fan club right. That's, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> if there's not a fan club for Jack Doyle yet. Uh, we are starting a fan club. You could you could just make some disgustingly orange shirts for that too, right? Yeah, exactly. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. Hold on. I'm gonna look up what look Jack Jack Doyle looks like because I think yeah he's a nerd for sure. I I actually thought you were gonna look up if he had a fan club. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I'm gonna That's... Google. I'm gonna Google Jack Doyle fan club. See what pops up. Fan. And people stop listening. <laughs> yeah, this is about where they stop listening. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Please post your name to join the. Hey, Jack hey, Doyle son does. of a bitch. Uh, Jack Doyle fan club. Uh, there's looks like oh. four members. Are we? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that can't be right. But Do it they just all have the last name Doyle? Yeah. <laughs> Jack Doyle fan club. Uh, please post your name to join the club. And there's Mom, four dad, names. Brother, sister. You know there it is. Uh, Susie, Kathy, Jenkins, and Dick Darko is Dick in his Darko. fan club. Uh, I don't know if we want to be in his fan club. This I, looks I mean, dark. I'm not opposed. So, you know. <laughs> All right, so we're drafting Jack Doyle as our tight end. Yeah, it's done. Fitting. Lock it up. So, um, do you just want to go ahead and draft a defense and kicker just for the hell of it, right? Uh, yeah, just, you know, flip a coin and... Yeah, fuck defenses. Um, I'm going to go with, let's see, I'm going to go with the Cardinals just because as a defense and then as a mm. kicker, now Let's you know see. I always have an opinion on kickers, though, right? Then now I'm going to let you. Uh, I'm going to let you pick the kicker because I've I've volunteered like an asshole two years in a row <laughs> to write about kickers, which you can see in our draft kit. There you go. Uh, who yeah. are you pick? Who's our kicker then? Adam Vinatieri. Adam Vinatieri. Oh, but I do like uh, Santos out in Kansas City. But I would I, in this particular case, I'm I'm going I'm going Vinatieri. We just spent thirty seconds too long on kickers. I beg your pardon. <laughs> Uh, okay, Adam Vinatieri is our kicker, and that wraps up our draft. I will uh, let's see here again. Mike is going to kind of recap at some point when he gets time to write about our draft. I'll kind of go through the our roster right now, really quick. Doesn't look too bad actually on paper. Philip Rivers. Then we have Todd Gurley, C.J. Anderson. We have Julio Jones, Des Bryant. Our tight end is Jack Doyle. Our flex is Michael Crabtree. Then our bitch is Amir Abdullah, Brandon Marshall, Kelvin Benjamin, Jeremy Macklin, Jeremy Hill. I know I said bitch. I did it on accident because I have, I suck at speaking. Okay. What does that mean? You randomly <laughs> just say bitch? Like, what do you got, Tourette's? I don't understand. <laughs> bench. Bench, okay. <laughs> bench. Jesus. Um, let's see. Oh, and we got Latavius Murray. I didn't. I was going to say, if, 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 if Amir Abdullah is randomly listening to this podcast, he'd be pissed. <laughs> he would be. Uh, we just lost him as a listener. <laughs> there it goes. All right. Uh, so again, we're going to kind of wrap this up. It's not actually. We've been through the draft, the mock draft, pretty quick, yeah. uh, less than an hour, which isn't bad. Again, if you guys have any questions, you can always email us uh, eatsleepfantasy at gmail dot com. Follow us on Twitter, eatsleepff. Follow Mike at John Carlo H five seven. Um, I'll go ahead and give a shout out to the other writers, Derek Brown, uh, Wade Green, Philip Caldwell. That's Phil. it, right? Am I missing anybody? Phil's my boy. Yeah. Yeah. No, everybody, uh, everybody that writes with us has done an awesome job. Um, when we tweet it out, you guys should at least take a look and see what they're go- have going on because, uh, uh, there's usually pretty good writing. Besides that, don't forget, try to give us, I'm sure people stop listening by now. Try to give us an, a suggestion for the helmet. Uh, I think it's going to be pretty awesome uh, to give away. And our for my Twitter handle. Up, all that good stuff. Absolutely. Oh, and again, if you want to give us any money, 
Um, if you want to, su- okay, now let me rephrase that. If you want to support the podcast, <laughs> you can hit the little donate button. <laughs> hit the little donate button and give us anywhere from like a dollar to, I don't know, let's say $10,000 if you want. If you want to give us some money. That's some sales pitch you got there, buddy. Um, it is it is quite amazing that yeah. I have a career in sales. Yeah. Um, and Or you can buy a t-shirt because you, that way you give us like a dollar with we profit from the t-shirt and then you wear a t-shirt to promote us so that's like a win-win for us Absolutely. but and either way uh let us know what we can do to improve the podcast we appreciate you listening for mike hoff i'm dale thanks so much for listening and we'll talk it's to you next time